Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latina moms, chingonas, como están? Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast of yours. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am a therapist, I am a wellness coach, and I am a parenting class instructor, co-parenting, and that's pretty much it, a mother, a wife, <laughs> a chicana and so on um but i'm glad i'm glad that you were able to click for today's episode because i'm very excited and this is a chicano brother our first chicano brother um he is a father of two kids his name is peter cervantes and i'm so excited because he is the first father and Chicano brother here on this podcast. So it is amazing. He's an awesome human being. He has a big heart and you will be able to hear him out as he shares his journey. He has a lot of things under his belt. Like, it's en milusos. <laughs> Multifaceted Chicano. And you will learn from him. He is a writer, a poet. He's a model photographer. He has worked in theater he is an electronic tech. He's a veteran. And of course, thank you, Peter, for your service. Thank you so much. And also, he's an Aztec dancer. He is the founder and creator of Chicano, Chicana State of Mind. And he's a community leader. He is really making an impact with our community. And I would love for you to hear him out and take a piece of his knowledge into your life. I think as Chicanas and Chicanos, we are here to, um, you know, create a, a difference, create a change within our community and obviously within our homes as well, you know, to implement that love and compassion and that dedication and that connection and consistency within our community. Um, and I just choose personally to be Chicana. It's an identity that I'm choosing to because I've mentioned this before. Um, I want to continue the Chicano movement. There is a lot of work that still needs to be done within our community. And I think we're not going to be able to do it alone. We need la comunidad. Necesitamos el pueblo to be able to work together and create the change that, that we want to see. So, um, ya no quiero hablar más. Let's get started so you can get to know 
Mr. Peter Cervantes. Hello, my Chicana and Latino moms. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Here I have a Chicano brother, uh, Peter. And hi, Peter. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Um, thank you for being here today. So I know, right, you mentioned you're a single father of two. Tell us a little bit about them and about yourself. Uh, yes, definitely. First, I want to thank you for giving uh, me this opportunity to be on your uh, podcast, your platform. Oh, you're um, welcome. It's a wonderful platform. Um, I love what you're doing as far as what you do for the community and La Mujer, mm -hmm. uh, especially moms. Um, they need a lot of support and the, not necessarily like uh, and they need uh, they need this because they can relate to it a lot. So I do appreciate yeah. you having me on here. You're welcome. Um, yes, I am a single father of two kids, um, but I, I, I guess if we can say more of a co-parent. I'm a co-parent because mm, um, I like that. I love it. Yeah, uh, we share the responsibility. Me and my ex-wife. She is a wonderful mother to my kids. Um, she, I, I, it might have not been the perfect person to choose as a wife, but I chose a perfect mom. Mm. Um, she works really hard as well as I do to raise two kids, one teenager and one uh, to be about to be a teenager. Our uh, son's going to graduate. I'm very excited. I'm very proud. Um, he's going to go to college, but he's going to go to community college. But that's awesome. Just, that's good. Yeah. Just the fact that he's going to graduate is what I lived for to see them graduate yes. um, because it's Uh, like a lot of people say, uh, we not say, but uh, there's this uh, mentality that uh, Latinos or Chicanos uh, don't make it out of high school, that mm -hmm. most of them drop out. Well, here's my son, and he's going to graduate, and I'm very proud to say that he's going to graduate. Yes. You know? um, so I'm looking forward to that. My daughter, she is uh, a 13-year-old. Uh, she's just beginning to go into her teenage years um, as a... As a Chicana, to see her uh, go through that, um, you experience a lot of emotions as a father that you didn't know until you become a father, but until you become into this age that your daughter is now growing up, um, that your daughter now paints her nails, or that her mm. your daughter now, um, you know, uh, not necessarily looking at people or guys or anything, but just kind of her growth uh, of a, uh, into a womanhood, um, you know, Um, I did not know anything about uh, when, it, you know, when you're growing up and you go through that stage where you're, you know, um, how I can say, if you don't mind, menstrual cycle and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not know how to deal with that. I, 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 I was, I, you know, so uh, I'm very fortunate that I have a, a good uh, mother to my kids that, you know, she uh, she knows exactly what to do, but... The, the thing that hit me the most is one time we went to Target to go buy um, uh, pants, right? Uh-huh. And um, it's just, I'll never forget this. Uh, it's the first time, and uh, I told her, you know, uh, get the pants that you, you know, you need to get. And she did, but she was kind of hiding them. Mm. Like, kind of like hiding, not to steal them, but hiding them because she was uh, uh, embarrassed, right? Oh. So I told her, I go, 
there's no need to be embarrassed. Um, I'm not, it's, it's, you know, it's part of womanhood. Uh, but I was more concerned that they were going to think she was stealing them instead of, uh, uh the fact that she was, uh, embarrassed of them. So oh. my most concern was that, oh man, they're going to think we're trying to steal these pads, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of was like, okay, um, mama, um, you're actually having a double, uh, double whammy here. So not only are you, you know, I know you're going through this, but you got to understand that when we're, as Latinos or Chicanos, when we go to a store or something, uh, all, all eyes are on us. Yeah. You know? So you got to understand, uh, you know, that it's not just because you're embarrassed. And I, and I, I wish I could tell you what to do, but I said, let's just, here, give me the pants and I'll carry them. So I carried the pants throughout the whole store, you know, for mm, her. Uh, yeah. So, um, those are the kind of instances as, as a single father uh, that you, you, uh, you growing up, uh, you see your kids grow up, that you experience that, you know, you never thought you experienced growing up, uh, yeah. seeing them grow up, right? Yes. So, yeah, that was uh, something I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that, you know, those are my kids in a nutshell. They're very well-mannered. Um, I, I love my kids very much. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm with them this weekend, so... Um, oh, nice. We're going to go get some stuff for her new pet. She got a new pet, so we're, oh. she's excited. <laughs> your, thir- um, your grandchild. <laughs> yeah, there you go, my grandchild. Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, also, we're also co-parenting that grandchild. <laughs> I <laughs> so, know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so you got to share the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think as a as a, as a a co-parent, but as not necessarily as a single father, but as a father, the responsibility of all can't just fall on on the on, on the mom mm-hmm. we have to step it up we have to regardless um those are our kids um not just my kids they're our kids exactly so, you know we do have to share the responsibility so um you know whatever happens as far as like fees for the for the pet or food we have to we have to share them you know yeah so um so yeah definitely um but yeah those are my kids um that's uh, nice. in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. It, I could totally hear the love you have for them, the respect and and mm-hmm. that you have for your kids and your ex-wife, which is so beautiful. And I love the way you made that shift where like, wait, I'm not just a single father, I'm a co-parent. I co-parent with the mother. And it's it's beautiful. I teach co-parenting classes for a lot of uh, court ordered and it's really sad to see that many parents will choose pride and ego over the well-being of their children and it takes time to heal but it is uh, very possible and um, you're a great example of that Peter it's really awesome thank you um it wasn't easy to get there yeah it was uh, difficult um we went through our tribulations as a couple and as a parent couple um but in the end we both came out winning um yes because we we put our kids before our 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 hurt our pain or whatever we were feeling but yes it was not an easy road to get there and Mm -hmm. i and you're right i have seen when i went to the courts i did see other parents and the way they uh, you know, they handled the situation. It was sad. Um, there was kids that were smaller than two, three years old, and you see them see that, and it, it hurts. Yes. It hurts as a parent. It hurts as a Chicano. 
it hurts as uh, just uh, a human being um, because that's traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Whether believe, people don't believe it or not, it's traumatizing to the child. Uh, these things they will never forget. Children are very smart. Um, mm-hmm. We take uh, their 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 mind activity for granted, and they all remember stuff because I remember stuff when I was little. Yes. How my parents went through what they did, and um, that's traumatizing. So yeah, I think we need to kind of um open up that space to to get our community and talk about those things um and you know not um sh- sh- like we all we all are told to do you know mm-hmm. esas, como el dicho, esas cosas no se hablan. exactly hablar, yeah yeah you know? yeah calladitos no more we have to keep you know speak up we got to learn open our minds and create yes. beautiful things to continue yeah. to empower ourselves and families and communities Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I could see you have a lot of things that you do. Como dicen, el mil usos, right? Like a multifaceted <laughs> Chicano. <laughs> You're a photographer, okay. writer, poet, model, Aztec dancer. What else? Yes. <laughs> uh, father, father. Um, you know, I have a full-time job. Um, mm. I am going to college. Um, right now, I stopped uh, one semester so I'm going back again next semester. So yes, my hands are pretty full. And I guess um, I can say, um, which I didn't think about it until my uh, cousin told me, because he's like mm-hmm. my therapist. Um, <laughs> he told me you're actually a community leader, whether you believe it or not. Yes. Like, yes. I-, I never thought about that, but I guess, you, yeah, you can add that to the list. Yeah, there you go. That is so empowering. It is so true. It is yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. And um, speaking of like Aztec dancer, that is one of my dreams. Oh, my gosh. I tried it one time at this uh-huh. community center. It was so hard. And medio vergüenza that didn't continue. It is so hard to learn those steps. I'm sure it's with practice, of course. Yeah. But, oh, my God, yeah. what got you into that? How many years have you been an Aztec dancer? Uh, I've been in it a few years now, going to f- for four years. Um, um, but actually, it's been longer than that. But I consider it four years because that's when I actually started learning a lot of it, started learning the traditions, started learning the, the steps. But it was about six or seven years that I started. And it's a very interesting story how I started because um, – if you have a minute, I, I will. Yeah, I go will for explain. it. We have enough time. So, <laughs> during during my divorce and my uh, my separation, uh, I think as, as as human beings, um, we any any divorce or any uh, separation is uh, very emotional. Whether you can hide your feelings or you, or you can't. Yes. Um, we it's a stage of going through you know just uh, high emotions. Um, Everything that you believe that was true turns out to be the other way around. Um, you don't know who to trust. You don't know who to go to. You don't know the advice that people are going. So you, all this is going through your mind. Yes. And at the same time, you still have to be a father. You still have to do uh, do your job, do, uh, have a job, uh, you know, pay bills, responsibility. All that takes into play. So I can understand why people can and can fall into drugs, can fall into alcoholism. And at one time, I was starting to fall into alcoholism. Uh, I was starting to fall into suicide, and I was starting to fall into uh, just touching 
really lightly drugs, yeah. even though it was lightly, it was still drugs. So I was going through all that. And then one time, um, I don't, um, si conoces las, uh, uh, las Guadalupanas. Uh, oh, sí. Guadalupa. Yes. Um, uh-huh. So Nat of mine told me, um, you know, she was kind of helping me go through it and she was telling me, tú lo que necesitas es Dios. Dios necesita acercarte a Dios. And, you know, you always hear that from yeah. people. And obviously, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So she got like, you know, just go to church. At, at least just go one time. And I was like, okay, I'll go. I'll try to go. And then when she told me, she's like, you know, what you can go is you can go to the the Guadalupana, the, you know, December 12th, which is oh, the day of yes. the weekend. And uh, she goes, they, they have nice, something nice at the church. They'll have mariachi. You know, they have a little play. You know, they have um, the Aztec dancers. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I wasn't thinking about all that. But she says, go. You'll like it. So when she told me to go, I was like, okay, I'll try it. But then she told caso. me the time. <laughs> and I was like, four in the morning? Are you <laughs> I was like, oh, four in the morning? Like, oh, yeah. no. She's like, well, that's when they do the mañanitas and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go. No quiero you know, sacrificar. So I was, yeah, we'll sacrificar. And <laughs> so I went, you know, and it was nice. It was actually really nice. Um, but the thing that kind of got my skin crawling with goosebumps was when I started hearing the drums. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. So, you know, everything's quiet. You're in the in the, the benches. And all of a sudden, you hear the drums. And I'm like, whoa, what is that? You know, mm-hmm. I kind of knew what it was, but I was like, whoa, that's kind of, you know, like I could feel the goosebumps on my skin. Yes. And I was like, whoa. So then you start seeing the danzantes coming through the, through the middle of the church. And you see them through, it's like um, ages. They got the smallest, and then it goes through the oldest, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see the... the excuse me, the girls and the children and then the older ones. And they just look so beautiful and just so, like, in natural, just so, just, you know, with pride. And and I was like, wow, that's beautiful. I've never, never really, you know, paid attention to it. And right away I connected to it. I was like, wow, I, yeah. I want to do that. I want to be part of that. What do I got to do to be part of that? Mm. So I asked one of the ladies that I know in the church and um, I asked her, hey, how do you, you know, get involved in that? And so she told me, she's like, you know, they meet every week at this time, this place, whatever. So I was hesitant to go because I was like, well, what if they charge or what if they, um, you know, they don't like, you know, people or, you know, I was just all these things, you know. Yeah. So then I finally show up under practice and, and I go to the, the main the main guy and I said, hey, um. Este, yo me llamo Pedro, este, yo vine a la misa y esto y esto. And so he started explaining, so, oh, sí, sí, claro que sí. Este, <laughs> nosotros practicamos todos los, todos estos días, and aquí estamos, y los que quieran venir son bienvenidos. And I was like, whoa, I was like, oh, nice. that so good. <laughs> so then he started explaining little things about the danza, what, what it meant, um, you know, what, what, what they do, and, and then from there on, it, it just took off, and I and wow. I you know, going with them. I stopped. I stopped all those all the depression, all the, the suicidal yeah. thoughts, all the alcoholism, whatever I was going to, just ceased. Wow! Because I was so focused with that. 
Yeah. Because what it does is it's actually it's a healing. You're healing. Your 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 it's prayer. Yes. In, in reality, it's a prayer. You're praying to your ancestors to to the, the traditions that were thousands of years old. You know. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what it was. It was a healing process, and it's been a healing process ever since. Beautiful. I've been to it, and um, you know, uh, we have these uh uh elaborate feathers and headdresses yes. and um. And, and people have this thing of calling them customs, but they're not customs. It's it's an atuendo. It's a traje. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a, it's it's like a uniform. Like yeah. you know how in the military you put your uniform on, and it's considered, um, you know, like kind of not sacred, but it's considered like, hey, you know, you don't play around with your uniform. Uh-huh. Your, well, that's what it is like in the dance. Your atuendo is your uniform. Yeah, there's respect. And you earn, right? Don't you earn it? Yeah. It's uh, it's like a temple, you know. Mm. Your body's the temple, but the traje is your uniform. Yes. So um, that's the way it was explained to me, and that's the way I, you know, I I, I took it. And ever since then, I've been trying to learn as much as I can about it. Um, You know, and then with everything, everything has its up and downs. You know, then you start learning about how... Uh, it can also you be used politically. It can mm-hmm. be used for all sorts of different things that you're not even you weren't even aware that happened. And then, like everything, it has its drama. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, see, <laughs> pros and cons. Uh huh. Este, que es fulano, no se lleva con fulano. Yeah. But you know, if you in none of that's going to matter. Yeah, that's right? so true. Okay, you're going to take your heart to the dancer. You know, and, and, and there is, um, not to say, the dancer is a beautiful thing. It's very beautiful to watch. It's very beautiful to be part of. But you're also going to run into people that, you know, that um, they give you that bad vibe. But, yeah. you know, um, as long as you have the heart for it, uh, you can never go wrong. That's you know? so true. And and it's 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 como tienen un dicho que se llama la danza dice el atuendo no hace el danzante el danzante hace el atuendo mm. meaning that you don't make the 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 traje look good I mean the traje doesn't make you look good you make the traje look good yes because you're putting corazón in it uh, when you when you do danza you you're doing it with love with the, everything you've got all your energy. Yeah. And so it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's, I mean, there's some amazing, amazing danzantes. Um, yeah. I just sometimes I'm in a circle dancing, doing a danza ceremony, and mm-hmm. I see these danzantes that just, man, they like leave my mouth open, gaping, because I'm just like, wow, you know, these, here I am, you know, doing my best, but, you know, you That's see okay. them and then you're like, wow, they're beautiful, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's but let me nice. tell you, let me tell you, there's nothing like seeing a beautiful Chicana Latina in her atuendo. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I think I fell in love like 20 times. <laughs> because it's so beautiful. It's just beautiful to see them, you know? Yes. Like, and it's not a sexual thing because, you know, um, it's just seeing your 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 people uh, in the traditions that were thousands of years old. Yes. Ago, 
and just seeing them, you know, like, uh, yeah, as a man, you know, it's nice to see a woman and you see her or whatever in bikini. And, you know, that's uh, how you, como dicen, um, um, hay, uh, la palabra sexual, um, like um, desire. Finding or I, I'm not sure how the word is, but mm-hmm. when you see a woman, a, a Chicana or a, a Mexicana or a Latina in a tuendo, and she wears it for pride. Yeah, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Just a beautiful thing. It's yeah, beautiful, beautiful thing I've seen. No, no, no cover of magazine or anything can top that. Right, it's beautiful to see. It know? is. It is, and I'm so grateful that um, I, I was able to have Santes in my ceremony, my wedding, like, mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful. Um. I'd never obviously seen that, but I, you know, I, tenemos esa sangre indígena, you know, it's just a calling that cuando da esas, oh, esta, those goosebumps that it's just because we have yeah. it, it's in us and it's like calling yeah. us. And yeah. that is so yeah. beautiful, Peter, that you do that. And also I wanted to ask you like, you know, cause you are a community leader, right? And so yeah. what have you done and share with us? about oh, helping man. the community you know it 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 it, it all started with uh with i guess i can say with the danza too mm-hmm. you know um this platform that i have started with because of the danza mm-hmm. um chicano so, chicana state of yeah, mind yeah yeah it, it it actually started because of that so um so what i what i was what i was doing was i was in a danza and um these um uh, other than Santos, one time hit me up because I was at a lowrider show. We did a dance at a lowrider show, mm-hmm. and they hit me up and they said, "Hey, look, um, we need a male model, but we need a danzante male model for a photo shoot." Mm. And here I'm thinking, "Oh, okay, this is like a backup and or something, right?" So I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I can stand in the back and look, you know, like a danzante. I'm a danzante, so I might as well, you know." Yeah. So there, I, you know. I go with my daughter, and the photo shoot turns out to be um, a a a really really good photo shoot. Okay, so as I was saying, uh, the photo shoot, they're like, okay, you, we're gonna paint you, you're gonna, you know, we're gonna do some photos, and there was uh, three other danzantes, and so we started just doing photo shoot, like they started taking pictures of me, nice in position, and um, now these. I did not really realize who these camera people were, mm-hmm. but they were really, really good photographers, but they were really um, well-known in Instagram, right? Uh, oh, because nice. they have that extraordinary work. Yeah. So um, here I am doing all these poses and everything, and then I see them on the Instagram, and I see the pictures, and I'm like, wow, that was so beautiful to be part of it was just mm-hmm. you know that's how i started just i'm like okay my platform is going to begin with this i want to do more of this yeah i want to I show our culture i want to be part of it i want to do more of this so that's how i started that platform but then i realized that there's more to do there's so much work to do yes. out there. there's just enormous amount of work that community wise um and i started off small I started off with going to different organizations, trying to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I remember I went to uh, uh, some um, meetings for protests that were going on. And, you know, I just kind of got my foot, you know, um, 
in the door a little bit okay. and then I started organizing and I started being part of their marchas and, their, you know, some other protests. And then um, there was other things that were coming out. Like there was this incident where we had this uh, lady that was getting um, evicted from uh, um, her apartment mm-hmm. and she had nowhere to go. Uh, but uh, she wasn't concerned about nowhere to go. She was concerned about her granddaughter that she didn't have a Christmas tree. Like mm. her granddaughter wanted a Christmas tree. And I was like, how is it that we can't get this person a Christmas tree? So we got together, me and some other organizers, and we um, we got the, the, girl, the little girl a Christmas tree. And nice. all the ornaments and everything. So we brought it to the house, to her apartment. And we decorated it, and we put some gifts on there. And so she was so happy. This little Aww. girl cannot believe how happy she was. It was just like, how can how can we deny some something like that to a child? How do we, you know? And this is not just one family. There's millions yeah. of families that are doing that. But you know, we made a difference to this family. So that was one of the first things I started doing. Um, we started going to organizations, learning about what they do for the community. Yeah. Um, and then pretty soon I started just going outward. Um, uh, there's another, there was the first thing that I really did that set up the most was doing a book fund drive. Oh, um, nice. I, so I got in touch with uh, a social worker in a detention, in a uh, youth facility detention center in Colorado. Mm, and okay. uh, we're, she had put a post that she wanted she was looking for books, any kind of books um, that had to do with Latino or Chicano based or people. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So um, I was like, well, why don't we do a fun drive? Why don't we get together and do a fun drive and get books out there? And because she was explaining to us that, well, she explained to me that what happened was that they have a library in that detention center for use, but mm-hmm. other books are just books that don't relate to their lives, like yeah. you know, um, books that they don't that don't like uh, are are not comparable to what they're really going through. Yeah. So it's like I need to get books that are Chicano authors, Latino authors. I just need any kind of books. So I was like you know what, let's do a fun drive. I have the platform to do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So what we did was I, I made a call and I said, okay, well, uh, we're going to do a sort of like a GoFundMe. And mm-hmm. what we're going to do is, uh, you know, um, I've, I look for a, a place that sells books that are based on Chicano and Latino authors. Uh-huh. And I found this place called El Mercadito de Monarca uh, that's in Pasadena. Oh, okay. And they, so what we did was, look, um, they were going through a little bit of a hardship because uh, um, they weren't selling a lot of stuff. So she was uh, kind of like trying to pick up business. So I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we buy books from you mm-hmm. and you send those books to that place over there in the Colorado? And what oh, I'll do is good. I'll have the platform, you know, I say, hey, let's buy books for our kids, but let's buy them from us from one of our one of our people you know mm, i love that so yeah. we we raised about eight hundred dollars in books so we we raised eight hundred dollars we we used that eight hundred dollars to purchase the books um 
from that store, and then she shipped them out to the cor- correctional uh, facility out in Colorado. Oh, wow. And so they had all these books about just, you know, like um, there was one called uh, Always Running by Luis Rodriguez. I don't know if you've ever read that no, book. No, not yet. Oh, that is a, that's like a, a Cholo Bible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> because it is so, so good. And the and the, the the life of uh, La Vida Loca in L.A. It's oh, just beautiful, okay. beautiful written. Um, it just takes you deep in 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 thought in the feelings of the author of yeah. what he went through, um, being in the gangs in L.A. and stuff. But that's a really good book. So we had those books. We had Bless Me Ultima. Mm. We had some uh, uh, black authors as well because you know there's a black uh, black youth out there too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, some books on, on youth, women, youth. Uh, I believe there was even an LGBT book. That's so good. Get, and it was a very successful fun drive. I, I was very proud that the community came out and supported that drive. Yes, so that's so really, good. It was really, really good to, to, to see that uh, fruition and yeah. to succeed, you know. Yeah. Um, not only did we help a business, but we also helped uh, a youth, and and even though we might not see the results, we there's probably one one person out there that might change their life. Yeah, might spark mm-hmm. might spark the change that we need in our communities. That is you so know, true. You never know. Yeah, that I mean, is that's so true. Just, yeah, you know. So that was one thing, and then um, you know, there's just other little things. Um, uh, there's certain events, communities that. Um, um, wanna wanted to have dance on. So what we would do is we would I would talk to the dancer leaders and I say, hey, you know, can we do a dancer for this event? You know, this mm-hmm. is about a person that passed away or or so forth or or even for the city. I was man, I was able to do some dancers for the city. The city actually reached out to me mm, uh, nice. because they wanted to um, broaden their cultural base. And they're like, well, we would like to have uh, a danza in our city, and we would like to showcase it to to the people of you know the city. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So we did it. It was the first time ever done in the city. Um, and then um, you know, there was other things. Um, it's just so many things. Uh, street vendors. Mm. One of the, that that was one of the hardest things. Um, yeah. That's been going on right now. Yes. And, so, so triggering. One, I think, yeah, it, it's very, yeah, very triggering. So what we did is um, I reached out to someone in Compton um, that's a community leader in Compton, and I told her, look, uh, we need to do something because um, the tensions are going to rise, mm-hmm. and we don't want it to become a race war. Let's, let, we got to do something. It's yeah. just, you know. So what we did is we got together with um uh, some uh, community leaders in Compton and, and other uh, black community leaders who are very, uh, very strong and uh, active, activate, activists as well as um, they do a lot for the community. And we decided to get together and do a, a video and speak out against that, but also, you know, talk about what we can do as a community to mm-hmm. stop that. So we did that. That was, you know, it was good. It was nice to see because we got people that that have different networks. Oh yeah, that actually connections, right? Yeah, that actually had 
deep connections in places that we would not be able to go to. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, that's the beauty of relationships yeah. and coming together, right? Yeah. So you know, we called it the uh, we called it one content, and uh, um, we were able to, you know, help ease the tensions yeah. of, of the, the street vendors. We didn't stop it, but we helped it, you know, kind of mellow down and you know bring awareness, the, right? Bring awareness. Yeah, definitely yeah. bring awareness. So you know. Um, We've done that. It's just enormous amount of work out there. Yeah, it's still needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I got into photography. Uh, That was one of the things that helped the platform grow really fast. Mm. Because once I did the photo shoot of the the, the Danzantes, Uh I wanted to learn how to do photography. And I got to thank my three friends that have helped me a lot. Actually, I got other friends, but... Uh, the three main ones were, um, excuse me, okay. from <clears throat> Auto Rebel. And oh, then we nice. got Gus, uh, Gus Mejia from uh, Gus Mejia Photography and Albert uh, Acosta. Mm. Uh, those three photographers helped me get where I'm at with photography. They shared their knowledge with you. Yes, they shared their knowledge with me. They uh, we did a lot of photo collaborations together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was beautiful. Um, I learned a lot, and I'm still learning. Yeah. And um, they do a lot of cultural uh, photography, and that's where I'm at. Too. That's beautiful. So they each have their own. Um, how do you say their own view and their own way of doing uh-huh. photography? Yeah. And I'm just capturing mine now. Yeah. So, you know, I'm learning, but I'm still capturing. And to me, I think what's to me is the people. It's photography, is taking photos of the people, mm-hmm. of the people in the community. That represent, yeah. You know, like there was some times where we would go to some car shows and I'd be like, hey, um, I'd ask the homies, you know, and, you know, uh, you, they, they can be intimidating to look at at times because you're not sure how they're going to react, but... Mm-hmm. You find an approachable way and you say, hey, 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 Carlano, or what's up, homie? Hey, you know what? Do you mind if I take a picture of you? Can, can, would you mind? Yeah. And most of the time, they're very receptive. They're like, oh, what? You want to take a picture <laughs> of me? What the hell? You know, they're kind of shocked because nobody, nobody, you know, wants, like, they have, it's like, you know, we know the culture of the gang in the Cholo style, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't mean that it has to be bad. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, these are human beings as well. They're people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you give them a chance to shine, um, you don't, you know, who knows what, what can happen. They have and a lot of skills. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do that, you know, and they're like, yeah, can you take a picture of me? Definitely. You know, they're very, they're very cool about it. They're like, oh, you know, it's not like, oh, they're going to take my camera. No, they're like, yeah. okay, yeah, you know, what yeah. do I do? How do I stand? You just take, mm-hmm. just be yourself, homie. That's all you got to be. And, and most of the time. That's the first time they hear it, right? Yeah. And they're very, very cool. Uh, that's so, so Some of them have already been used to it. But, you know, the ones that are not, they're just kind of like, whoa, dude, that's, that's, you know, that's cool, homie. That's, that's <laughs> it. And, you know, that's can you send true. me the pictures? And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, because. <laughs> You know, you you take time to take develop uh, edit these pictures, and you know, but yeah. I I don't mind doing it, and I don't mind sending it to them because 
they're giving me the opportunity to capture something that I'm I want to capture, like yes. my view. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I I'm more thankful to them than they are to me because um, even though they seem to be more thankful, I'm the one that's actually thankful. Yeah. Because you know, um, even though I grew up in that in that culture, um, there's still you still gotta give respect. Yes. You know? Um, doesn't mean because I'm uh, I grew up in that barrio in the in the streets that I'm not gonna give res- uh, respect to the next homie. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I I I'm from the streets. I know what it's like. You know, I I lived in the hardest hit streets of Santana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where drugs and gangs were were all over the place. But I still know that you gotta give people respect. Yes. You You're know? so right. So, yeah, yes. so most of them are very cool, you know. Uh, we Some of my best pictures are from them. Oh, some that's so nice. Some of my pictures are from them, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to be able to see um, all those pictures you've taken, our listeners can go to the Chicano, Chicana State of Mind, right, on Instagram. Yes. Is it the same yeah. on Facebook, or is it just um, Instagram? Uh, it's Facebook, uh, but Facebook is a little bit more difficult because Facebook is a forum. Yeah. And it's a group. And since I have all different type of people. Oh, in that's that right. Group, yes. It, they put a lot of other stuff that's not kind of related to photography or anything. Mm-hmm. I let it go by because it's Facebook, mm-hmm. but um, I really, I have, I don't have much control of it. What I do have is I do have moderators that help me control it. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know. Uh, something that's not supposed to be on there, then they take it out. Okay. You know? and, and, and trust me, the best moderators are mujeres. <laughs> you know? yeah. They don't tolerate it. You know, they don't tolerate this um, machismo, <laughs> you know, oh, baby, let me see your, you know, whatever. Yeah. They take it out. And I asked them, hey, anytime you see anything that you don't feel comfortable Take it out. I don't care, you know, if the guy gets mad or whatever. Yeah. This is your platform. This is just as much as mine as it is yours. You have the power. If someone's disrespecting a woman or a mujer in our platform, get rid of it. And, you know, they do. So the most aspects of that one is that it's more political than it is, um, you know, community-based. But we still try to put... A lot of community stuff on there, but Instagram is the one where I put a lot of photos, okay. a lot of the events. Um, you know, if we're doing like a street vendor type of thing. You know, we put it there. Um, a lot of lowrider uh, car shows. Um, we put a lot of work in there too. Yeah. So yeah, uh, a lot of danza. So if you want to see dance videos, yes, yes. There, Hopefully there. one day, if you guys have classes, I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, my you know, that's yeah. my dream. It's one of my dreams. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See, it's 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 a beautiful thing right now. Um, we're just uh, you know because we're healing from the COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. uh, so we're just getting back to to slowly and surely. Back. Yeah, once yeah. once that hits back again, and yeah, I gotta tell you, my favorite holiday of the year, uh-huh. favorite holiday of the year, is gotta be, be Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yes, that's beautiful. Christmas, it top Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and it, was, it wasn't like that when I was young, you know, because I was, like, always looking forward to Christmas. I was always looking forward to, 
to to Thanksgiving, yeah. not necessarily because it was an American holiday, but because of food and stuff. Yes. But there's just so much more than just food. Mm-hmm. It's a whole world of culture that has been now opened. But it, you know, when you when you like open the curtain and you see it inside, just how beautiful our culture really is. Yes. You know, it's beautiful yeah sometimes i'm just like thank you god for giving me the opportunity to live in this world as a chicana (laughs) like it's beautiful it really you know when we were young um it was it was it was it wasn't out there as much you know it wasn't you know we dia de los muertos was kind of scary to me at first because when i was young because i was like whoa, these people celebrate, death, you know, and, yeah. you know, you're, the way you grew up and supposedly, you know, we're supposed to fear death or, you know, whatever, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not that yeah. like that. Our traditions uh, are, are way deeper than that, you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah. But that's what we're doing. That's what we try to do at Chicano, Chicano State of Mind is um, bring that knowledge and awareness and that exposure of our culture that it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be danza, whether it be Dia de los Muertos, whether it be lowriders, whether it be um, pachucos, um, you know, history, whether it be uh, cholos, it be cholas, whatever, it, anything that has to do with culture, yes, the, there's some bad sides to it, but there's also this beautiful, beautiful side to it. Yeah. That's what we got to expose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, so that's, that's beautiful. That's what we work hard to, to to do. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Peter, so much for sharing your heart, your passion, your knowledge, and um, continue to do what you're doing. It is amazing. Um, Unidos queremos cambio, pero solo con acción, right? So thank you so much, and you guys can find um, and contact Peter if anything, right? Chicano, Chicana, state of mind. Gracias, muchas gracias, Peter so much gracias a ti gracias a ti y también igualmente uh, sigue lo que tú estás haciendo porque uno nunca sabe la dif- la diferencia o, o la acción que hacemos hasta ya después mm-hmm. quizás we never may know but there's someone out there listening yes that is empowering empowering themselves with what they're hearing yeah and it all is due to the work that you do the work that we do, mm-hmm. um, any little thing, we, we don't know. If we can if we can change one life, mm-hmm. then we have succeeded. Exactly. In what we're to do. Exactly. Okay? Yes. Amen to that. Definitely. Thank you, Chicana and Latina moms. Les deseo todo lo mejor. Cuídense and stay tuned for more. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.